Hi, my name is Melissa Parker. I was raised in a Christian family. Before my li- I was saved, it was, my life was all about me. I didn't care about the opinions of my siblings or my friends. I felt like the world revolved around me. I was disobedient to my parents and teachers, and I only went up to church to play Jenga or tic-tac-toe with friends. I only really started to listen to God's word when I came to Grace Church. I was saved at Wagon Train last year when I was 10. When I heard the sermons um, there, they, they, there, they used a lot of demonstrations of sin. And when I listened, listened to them, it was like listening to half of my life. Then and only then was I aware of the wonderful thing Jesus did for me. When I repented that night, I prayed to God to save me from my sin. The night I was, the night I realized my sin, it was because of the words God put in the preacher's mouth and the works God did inside me. Now that I am saved, I want to know and love God more than ever. God has made my life complete. He has done miracles in my life that I am forever grateful for. Almost every night, I used to ask myself if God was even real, but now I have no doubt. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the confidence of things not seen. Marissa, your joy is infectious, and um, it's my joy today to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hello, my name is Annalise Virginal, and I'm 18 years old. I'm here today to be baptized in obedience to God's command and because I want to glorify him by professing my faith publicly. I want to give him all the glory in this testimony because the only reason I am a Christian is by his grace and mercy alone. I am blessed to have a mom and dad who love God and taught me about him from the day I was born. It was because of their faithfulness that I repented of my sins at a young age. Because I was so little when I got saved, I don't remember much of my life before salvation. As far back as I can remember, I've believed in God. When I was two, I scared my aunt and I told her I wanted to die so I could go to heaven and see Jesus. But at that age, I didn't understand I was a sinner or that God was holy. But then one day in 2010, March 8th to be exact, I was playing on the playground in my backyard, thinking about death when I first realized that everything the Bible said applied to me. Specifically, that if I died, I would go to hell because I was a sinner, undeserving of heaven and unable to save myself in any way because I deserve punishment. Then, one of my younger siblings said something to me, and my entire train of thought just left. But the thoughts returned that night when I was in bed trying to sleep. Because of the teaching of my parents in church, I knew that to be saved, I had to go to God in prayer, confess to him that I was a sinner, and ask him to save me and help me repent of my sins. So I did just that. My mom came into the room a little later, and I told her I had asked God for forgiveness, and that I understood how she and my dad spanked me to show me my sin. I remember being so full of joy the next morning because of the assurance that I was now a Christian. Since that day, my only purpose in life is to give him glory for taking my place on the cross and to become more like him. I know I'm a Christian because even though I fail at that every day, he is sanctifying me little by little. I know that the love I now have for him, his word, his people, and the urgency I have to share the gospel with my past classmates and coworkers is from him, and that I would never have them on my own. He gave me a desire to be holy when my heart on its own chooses myself and my sin. My salvation is only through Jesus Christ, the one true God. 
He is my shepherd, always leading me back on the path of righteousness when I go astray, my savior and my only hope. Annie, based on your profession of faith in Christ, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, glory and praise uh, to Christ, our Lord and Savior, first and foremost. Uh, good morning, church. My name is Oscar Santos. Um, I want to begin my testimony when around age eight, I began to be sexually abused. Um, <clears throat> it brought immense shame and fear into my life. It kick-started a life of indulgence. Uh, I managed the guilt through food. Um, it became my comfort. From there, I transitioned into, you know, normal, not normal, but you know, typical teenage sin. Um, I grew up Catholic, and confession seemed to, you know, was supposed to fix it all anyway. Uh, felt, I felt like I was relatively good. I didn't hurt others. Um, I was, you know, a nice guy, quote unquote. Over the years, through various ministries like Young Life and uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes and such men as uh, Coach Wild, I heard the gospel repeatedly. And I began to leave the church after, in high school after walking an aisle and being led in a prayer. Um, this is where I, my search for Christ began. Um, <clears throat> I landed at GCV, uh, GCV, excuse me, a few years back after listening to R.C. Sproul and John MacArthur online, searching for expo expository preaching, and the Holy Spirit continued to work in me, kept drawing me. Uh, even then, I struggled to listen to John MacArthur because I thought he was too hardcore. Um, but the Holy Spirit was, was working in me. Uh, he didn't leave me to my turmoil. Uh, he showed me that I'm wicked. And no matter how much I've been wronged, um, I've offended him far worse. The best thing that has happened to me is God really revealing his truth to me, uh, knowing that um, the forgiveness that comes through Christ, and that just humbles me to my core. I'm not good at this, but I'll, I think Ephesians 2, as we read earlier, uh, starting at verse 3, says it best. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following the desires and thoughts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, like the rest, we were um, by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even as we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly uh, realms of Christ Jesus. In order that um, in the coming ages, we might show, um, he might show the incompar uh, incomparable riches of his grace expressed in kindness uh, to us in Christ Jesus. And Christ has just been so kind. Um, like I said, he didn't leave me to my turmoil. He blessed me with a wife, with a son. He's just so kind of gentle. So I'm here to. <coughs> 
be obedient, as uncomfortable as this is, and be baptized. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Oscar, what an incredible mercy it is for Christ to show us our sin and to give us a way to be saved in his name. Uh, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Zach Stone. I'm 15 years old. I was very blessed to be born and raised in a home that, with parents that love the Lord. From a young age, I've been surrounded by the truth of God. God has had his hand in my life in every way. From church, Sunday school, and VeggieTales, I was taught who Christ is and what he has done for me. I knew that God was the creator of all things and that I am a sinner, and that he sent his son to die a substitutionary death for me. At the age of four, I asked Christ to be my Lord and Savior. As I grew up, I went to church and Sunday school, and I was taught about God's word, but didn't think about or apply the teachings in my life. I often found myself going to bed at night and before praying, thinking, did I even thank God throughout the day or think of him? I knew that I was a sinner, but it didn't take the weight of my sin seriously. I compared myself to other people and thought I was a good kid. It wasn't until I was 11 that I started developing a hunger to read the Bible and discover the holiness of God, and in light of that, the condition of my sin. I began reading the Bible every day, and I'm so thankful for what God has taught me. In 2018, the Lord led my family to Grace Church of the Valley. I became involved in youth groups and Bible studies. As I read and was taught the word more, I grew more in faith and assurance of my salvation. My favorite verse is John 10, 10 through 11. The thief comes home to still kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I want to get baptized today to obey Christ's command and publicly declare what the Lord has done in my life and my unity with him and his church. Zach, praise God for new life. Um, it's my pleasure to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Jonathan Viveros, and I'm standing here before you because I want to be baptized today to publicly confess my identification with Christ and His Church. I was raised and baptized in the Catholic Church. I was living by my own gospel and for the world. I understood who God was and what His commands were. Despite knowing these things, I wanted to please only myself and live how I wanted. Thankfully, the Lord has put amazing people in my life from this church who religiously preach the gospel to me. At the beginning of my sophomore year in high school, I began attending Grace Church of the Valley. This sparked a desire in me to be more involved not only in the church, but church activities. I then began going to Resolve on Sunday nights and went to church camps. One of those camps I went to was called Camp Nelson. A good friend of mine at Camp Nelson shared the gospel with me once more. This opened my eyes and helped me realize I was not heading in the right path but drowning in my sins. I was of the world and Christ was not at the center of my existence. In Ephesians 2, 4 through 6, it says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which with he loved us, but even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Over the past four years, I have grown to not love the world or the things in the world. I have put my heart confidently in Christ and want to follow his commandments of being baptized here today. Thank you.
Jonathan, praise God. Uh, it's my pleasure today to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, I'm Jeremy Burtz, and the question I propose today is, why do I love Jesus? And to answer that question, you'll need some background. I've been raised in a Christian home with great parents, and from a very young age, always knew there was a God. Not just from my parents that I know this, but from God's invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nature that has been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world, so they are uh, without excuse, as Romans 1.20 states. One of my earliest memories as a child was going to church. And one day on the way home, I was sobbing. Not because I lost a toy or things didn't go my way, but because I realized and knew that Jesus Christ died for my individual and personal sin. It was much to bear. That a perfect Savior, the Son of God, was crucified on my account for my ultimate vindication and my lasting sanctification. So to answer the question, why do I love Jesus? I love Jesus because he freed me from sin, because I was freed from the penalty of my own error. I was a sinner in need of a Savior, and there a holy and righteous God who is to judge that I have offended and am deserving of wrath, I stood condemned before him. And I could not depend on myself or my salvation, but, had, but someone outside of myself. What Jesus has done for me does not just invoke a response of love, but a response of praise, submission, and obedience. And this is why I love Jesus and what he has done for me. Jeremy, it's a joy because of your love for Christ, your recognition of sin, and his work on the cross that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hello, everyone. I am Jack Hager, and I'm currently 18 years old, and I'm here to publicly announce my unity with Christ. At a young age, I was always taken to church and told it was the right thing to do, and it, um, but it was an off and on experience because it wasn't an every Sunday type of thing. <clears throat> Around the age of 11, my brother really encouraged me to go with him to church, so I started attending Grace Church and the church groups I could at the time. I started to attend those regularly and enjoy the experiences and teaching. This is when I truly began to understand who Jesus is and why he is important in my life. I understood I am a sinner and living in the world, or living for the world was an offense to a holy God, but when I started high school, things changed because I started to get in trouble and I didn't respect my parents and peers like I should have. Freshman year was a big struggle when it came to my language, bad attitude, and my bad decisions I made. Sophomore year was no different. But the middle of my junior year, the Lord connected me with Derek Marks and he truly helped me understand what, it, what my life should look like as a Christian. Instead of living my life like a Christian when I wanted to, I began to do it daily. This is when I truly became saved. Derek and I went through a long and helpful study about the fundamentals of the faith that I use now and will always use in my life. One verse I learned from the study is 2 Corinthians 5.21, which says, For our sake he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This was the first verse we memorized and one of the best because it shows the Lord sent his sinless and perfect son to die for our sins. The Lord has continued to use people in my life like James Prendergast to further my holiness, thankfulness, and my salvation in my day-to-day life. 
Going through studies truly convicted me of my sin and made me want to give it all up. Another verse I memorized in one of my studies was Romans 8.28. This says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. This is a simple but strong verse that has helped me through plenty of troubling times when something bad happens in my life. This verse says that truly everything that happens works towards an ultimate purpose if you love the Lord. Instead of blaming God for my troubles, I know I need to be thankful and trust in Him. If it wasn't for the work the Lord has done in my life, I would have chosen the wrong path and fallen short of His glory. Learning about the Lord from a young age to now has really encouraged me to be a better person and has helped me find real happiness. I'm very thankful for all the Lord's done, in my, uh, done for me and blessed me with. Thank you. Jack, you are a joy, and I think I've known you since maybe second or third grade, and to see what God has done in your life, I just praise God for it. So, because of your faith in Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Joel McEntee, and I'm 17 years old. I've been blessed to have been raised in a Christian home where we regularly read the Bible and go to church. I've always tried to be a good Christian kid, and as long as I can remember, I knew God was real. Despite this, I never gave the person and work of Christ much thought, and I had felt no conviction over my sin. It wasn't until summer of 2021 that I started thinking deeply about God and began struggling with the question of whether or not I was saved. It was about this time Pastor Shay Thomas was motivating us at youth group to always be reading and memorizing God's Word. So I started on that day reading my Bible every night, and I knew God was working on me. One night I was reading, and I came across John 1, 10 through 12, which says, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I had heard this verse many times, but it was at this moment I realized I had not received God, nor truly believed in His name. I repented of my sins and dedicated my life to Christ that night, and immediately I felt an overwhelming sense of peace, comfort, and joy. That night changed my life forever. Ephesians 2, 4-6 says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, He made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I now have assurance of my salvation and look forward to spending an eternity with God in heaven. Since then, prayer and the daily reading of the Bible has become a fundamental part in my life, and I've been trying to live by Christ's example, working to serve him and his people. God has also given me the desire to fulfill his command to share the gospel. Acts 2.38 says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Christ Jesus, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of holiness. I am getting baptized today to publicly declare my faith in my Lord Jesus Christ. Joel, because of your profession of the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Stella Marini and I am 18 years old. I grew up in a loving Christian home surrounded by many wonderful believers in my childhood. I knew the gospel by heart, attending church every Sunday and reading God's word at home. 
I thought I was close to God. That was until I was about 10 when my whole life turned upside down after moving across California. I was alone, away from my friends and the life I had known, and it shattered me. I was completely lost and dead in my anger at frustration at God. I lost trust in everyone and grew very bitter and hateful towards those I loved. I found no pleasure or joy in the world and felt distant towards the people closest to me. In 2020, the world seemed to burn around me, and that's when God broke me down and brought me to Him, and I gave Him my life. In a low moment, my anger had gotten to a boiling point, and I fully realized I was a wretched sinner who needed Christ, who had lived a perfect life and paid my debt so that I could spend eternity with Him someday. I cried for days, asking the Lord for His mercy, and I put my faith in Him and turned away from my sin. I felt a weight off my shoulders, and I began to find joy and peace. I know I had the Lord by my side through all the panic in the world at the time. Since then, I've grown in my faith and desire to know Him more every day, trying my best to share that good news with everyone I meet. I'm getting baptized today to obey His commands and publicly proclaim my faith in Christ and share the work He's done in my life. Amen. Thank you, Stella. It's a joy to hear what the Lord has done in your life, even in the midst of a difficult time. And because of your profession of faith, it's a joy, Stella, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good morning, everyone. My name is Garrett Perkins. I'm filled with joy to be baptized in the name of the Lord today. I was raised in a Christian household my whole life. My family and I were at church every week possible. However, I did not realize that just because you are raised in a Christian home and attend church regularly does not make you a Christian. Only true faith and repentance makes you a Christian. When I was little, I remember feeling like going to church was a chore and felt embarrassed to even sing at church. As I learned more and more about God's Word, I began to feel more excited to go to church and eager to learn about Christ. As I learned more, I realized how much I was in need of a Savior. I had been living a sinful life without God at the forefront of it. When I was going into seventh grade, I got the opportunity to attend Meadow Ranch Summer Camp at Hume Lake. My experience that one summer at Hume Lake changed my life. I had never felt closer to Christ. After the first year, I went back again the next summer and was not let down at all. Being surrounded by your friends and learning about the gospel is an experience that is hard to beat. At around the same time, I had started going to junior high youth group, Reality, where again I was with all my friends and great leaders playing games, singing, and hearing God's word preached to us every Sunday night. I will always remember Pastor Shea delivering great message after great message. As I grew older through the junior high years, I grew more and more in my relationship with the Lord. I do not remember a specific moment or day in which I knew I was saved, but I know that because of Jesus' righteousness, I am saved. I know that Jesus died a substitutionary death so that I may live forever with our Father in heaven. As high school came, I began to attend Resolved on Sunday nights and still do to this day. Between our meetups on Sunday nights and our gatherings on Wednesdays as small groups, I was surrounded by God-fearing people, but also was being lavished in the Word. A verse that has stuck with me that I would like to share with all of you is Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. It reads, For by the grace of God you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Amen. Garrett, praise the Lord, and because of your profession of faith in Christ, and your even desire to walk forward with Him, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, I'm Chris Rossman, and this is my testimony of how I came to Christ. 
I grew up going to church every Sunday with my mom and getting involved in church as she was involved. I did it all, rehearsed the nursery rhymes, watched Veggie Tales, sang Father Abraham, and went to vacation Bible school. However, as I grew up and trials presented themselves, I strongly disliked going to church. I fell away from God and walked through my early teen years without Him. I made mistakes, I said and did things I knew weren't right, but my flesh happily lived in the moment. I remember how frustrated I'd get when my mom wanted me to pray with her before bed or get me up for church on Sunday. One night, my mom asked why I stopped going to church, and my answer was because I'm mad at God. I grew up hearing in church about praying to God for prosperity and how He wants you to live your best life, so I never understood why I was always going through trials with my family in school. Every time I knowingly sinned, I felt guilt rise up, but I pushed it back down and made the excuse of feeling too imperfect, too broken to be loved. I continued into my early years of high school, but when a health scare presented itself in the middle of my sophomore year in 2019, I felt like I had no other choice but to turn to God. During this time, I was consistent in going to the Lord and recognized just how loved I was. I wasn't too far gone. After receiving good news about my health concern, I felt a constant tug on my heart to keep being consistent with the Lord or I wasn't going to get through anything from that point forward, which was true. As I watched how everything crumbled around me in 2020, I felt so hopeless but found fullness in Christ. But it wasn't until June of 2020, after watching the American Gospel, Christ Alone, that I learned that everything I was taught was leading me to hell. I had then repented of my sins and laid everything down, which freed me from my works-based faith mindset that had been planted in me since I was young. I remember feeling so relieved to have learned that there is nothing I can do to save myself and that Christ covered it all. Since then, it's been a day-by-day step. I've been through trials, hurt, heartache, and many tears, but God has remained steadfast. Now I live to glorify Him every day. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6, which reads, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, always brings a tear to my eye and a smile on my face, and it makes me fall in love with Christ even more every day. I was once lost, heartbroken, and hopeless, but now I have been renewed and refreshed by God's grace, and I'm here today to openly proclaim that through this baptism. I'm a new person. Glory be to God. Carissa, what a a joy to hear of how the Lord has led you to truth and to change your life and to put that smile on your face today. God is good, and and, uh, on the basis of your testimony this morning, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hello, my name is Cornelio Huerta. You may call me Junior if you'd like, though. In English, it's Cornelio. I am thankful to God for allowing me my heart's desire of finally getting baptized. It's been over seven years that I've desired this, and I have not done it before because of certain circumstances. Brothers and sisters, there is nothing new under the sun. Outside of Christ, I lived the life of a rebel against my conscience, my parents, and other authorities. And it became clearly seen. From the ages of 13 to 16, they were the most evil days of my life. Until I was put to a stop, arrested, judged, and sentenced to 20 years in state prison. That's where, about seven years ago in prison, my life changed. It started with an invitation to a Bible study, which I only went to because these men 
were consistently different. They were a light in a dark place. Brother Neil was teaching on the attributes of God, and as I heard, I was now before the true and living God who is holy, righteous, and sees and knows all that I think and do. My thoughts that night were how worthy of judgment I was. That's who God is, not was. He is angry with the wicked every day. He's angry with me, were my thoughts. I was a rebel unto him. I also thought I could hide things from prison guards and cellmates, but from God, I couldn't hide nothing. I wasn't left hopeless, though. I was pointed to Jesus the Lord, the God who is salvation, the righteous one who loved righteousness and hated wickedness. He hated it so much that he was willing to put, his, put it to death through his own death and rise from the grave, as he surely did. As I sat there, God alone saved me. By scripture alone, I came to know the only way of salvation, which is Jesus Christ alone. By faith alone in him, which I heard, I was saved. And this truth was given to me by grace alone. I praise him for it. I did nothing that day, but just sit there and give attention to the hearing of God's word. And since then, my belief and union with Christ, I love his word now. I agree with him as he reveals truths. And as he shows me my sins, indwelling sin, I repent. I now desire to obey him and have the ability to walk in his word now. I strive to be holy within as I live before him. And because of him, I love him. I love people now and others that are not believers as he loved me. So praise God. Junior, because of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you've gone from being a rebel to, to, to a righteous man, and we praise God for that. And it's a joy, based on your testimony of faith in Christ, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm excited. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> my name is Morgan Gillingham. Oh my gosh, I might break down. <laughs> I have the privilege of growing up in a Christian household, so all my life I can remember learning about Christ and the Bible. I can't remember exactly when I was saved, but I think I was about seven or eight. My family had just finished reading a Christian bedtime story where the main characters had discussed heaven and hell. Hell was a scary place to think about, and I remember asking my parents how to avoid going there. They told me that Christ came to die for our sins and the cross, on the cross, <laughs> and that believing in him will save me from my sins. After that, we prayed together, and I asked God to come into my heart and be my savior. I can't say that a lot changed in my life. I was definitely what people call a lukewarm Christian. I would rarely read my Bible on my own, and it seemed that I was only a Christian on Sundays. In September 2018, I went through a very dark time in my life. I had been looking at some terrible things on the internet. This only went on for a month, but in January 2019, I told my mom that I had accidentally come across this stuff. It was a whole year later in January 2020 that God convicted my heart to tell my parents the truth that I willingly looked at it. After telling them, I went through what I call spiritual illness. I was constantly plagued by guilt over what I had done. 
Did God still really love me? What would people think if they knew what I did? And I couldn't possibly imagine that any of my friends... <laughs> ...were going through the same things as me. During that time, it came a little bit closer to trusting in God more. I saw him as my savior, and especially my friend. I finally realized the depth and meaning of what he did, <laughs> of what he did on the cross for me. Another dark time in my life happened just last year in September. My grandma's passing. Losing her made me start to question if I was actually going to see her again one day in heaven. But what the Bible says in John 14, 1, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. <laughs> I'm getting baptized today because for a while I felt God calling me to get baptized. The Bible also commands us to be baptized. <laughs> 1 Peter 3.1 says, Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm still going to go through trials, and I'll still make mistakes, but I know that God will guide me through it all and help me learn more about him. Thank you. Morgan, uh, Jesus says the truth shall set you free, and you are free indeed. And based on your testimony and faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Dimitri. I am 18 years old and have been going to Grace Church of the Valley for about three years. God has always been the center of my family when I was growing up. We went to church every Sunday and read the Bible every morning at breakfast. I quickly learned about who God was and how Jesus died on the cross to save us, and that I had to put my faith and trust in Him to gain salvation and spend eternity with Him. It felt, felt fairly straightforward, so at, the t so at about 10 years old, I prayed that He would enter my heart. But as a young kid, I didn't know what this really meant. I simply said the words and hoped I was doing it right. But as I got older, I began to doubt whether or not I was really saved. That doubt began to grow as I became busy with college. I had no time to pray or study His worth, and that caused me to begin to drift. It wasn't until about a year ago that I realized what was happening. I came across John 3.36, which says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. God is eternally loving and eternally merciful, but also has eternal wrath. Every second I was living my life, I was in rebellion towards God and was destined to be forever separated from him. This shocked me. Not because I didn't know this before, but because it was the first time I truly understood the direction I was taking my life. And it was away from God. Not only that, but I understood what kind of punishment I was heading towards. Hebrews 10, 26-31 says, For if we go on sitting deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but the fearful expectation of judgment and the fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has spurned the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. But then Romans 10.9 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I immediately stopped what I was doing and prayed earnestly, confessing that I was a sinner and needed salvation, and asked God to forgive me and to enter my heart so that I could become a child of God. 
Ever since then, my life took a different direction. God became a priority again, and I did everything I could to continue the sanctification process and become more like Him. And I saw my thoughts and focuses change. And while I am not perfect, I can strive to become more like Him while becoming a light in a dark world. God also placed a certain person in my life who helped me realize even more how much of a priority God, prayer, and studying the Bible was. But I knew as a Christian, I had to obey His word and get baptized to publicly proclaim my faith in Him. So here I am today to do so. I want to be baptized because I place my faith in him. Dimitri, because of your uh, clear faith and trust and belief in Jesus Christ, it's a joy uh, now to baptize you in his name. And, and we'll do that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hello. My name is Matthew Alviso, and before I trusted Christ, I was lost in everything. I was completely absorbed in myself, and I was not happy with my life. I grew up my whole life in a family of unbelievers, and I was only taken to church on occasion as a baby, which I don't remember. Growing up in that household led me to not trusting Christ for most of my life, and growing up without my trust in Christ was miserable. My life was full of anger, sadness, and complete hopelessness. There were many times when I did not think I would wake up the next morning. I was truly angry at everything around me and was completely incapable of keeping myself going. I was lost in my own sin with no call to repent and without God-fearing parents to guide me. It wasn't until years later, after thinking it was just a miracle that I somehow stayed alive through that time in my life, that I realized I myself did not have the strength to keep going through those days, and it was Christ who loved me then. One of my coworkers at the time and my now best friend started sharing verses with me and shared the gospel with me. I didn't immediately listen, in fact they were met with a lot of backlash, and I was, I was still angry and I didn't even give them a chance. But the seed they planted has sprouted and I would like to thank you for never giving up on me. Through that coworker, I became aware that man was totally sinful and that Christ died on the cross to bear our sins, even for a wretch like me who up until a year ago had no trust in him. I thought a lot about what I was hearing and realized that it was Christ who loved me in that part of my life where I couldn't even get myself to the next day. After this realization, I started attending Grace Church, where I then placed my trust in Christ and began repenting from my sin. Since then, my heart has been healed from the horrible state it was in. I see the world and the beauty it holds as God's glorious creation, and I no longer have to worry about making it to the next day because I know that I trust in Christ and have all my faith in our glorious Savior, which is why I'm getting baptized today. Matt, based on your faith and testimony this morning, it's a joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> 